and welcome to Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host, Doug Reed. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed. That's R-E-I-D, 3-4. Doug underscore Reed, 3-4 on Twitter. Love to hear your thoughts, comments. Send me some. Send me a DM. Uh, always happy to respond. Um, also want to, this show is brought to you by Sports Ethos. And want to highlight a couple of Twitter feeds that I think are uh, must-follows. If you're a sports fan, a uh, wagering fan, a basketball fan. First of all, um, Ethos Fantasy BK. Again, Ethos, E-T-H-O-S, Fantasy BK for basketball and Twitter. Single most dominant um, coverage of fantasy news. You get all NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition. Much more analysis. Again, Fantasy BK uh, on Twitter. And also follow us at Ethos Wagering on Twitter. You get lots of comments, lots of free plays. Uh, our free play didn't hit yesterday, but I'm on free play today. And you can get to that a little later in college basketball. Um, but a great, two great Twitter feeds to give you uh, regular sports wagering updates and fantasy basketball. Probably the best updates you'll get. So, a uh, quick review of yesterday. Some interesting games in college basketball. Uh, number one, Baylor went down to Texas Tech, lost 65-62. They're 11.5-point favorites. So, a bit of a shock. Obviously, Texas Tech's quite a good team, but uh, didn't see that coming. Baylor's had some close games recently, but just goes to show, I guess there's not... I mean, Baylor is probably the dominant team, but anybody can be beat this year, and it should be an interesting run uh, into March and March Madness. Um, we saw USC... Get by Stanford, number five USC. Get by Stanford. Um, sorry, they lost. No, I'm sorry, they lost to Stanford by six points. They're favored by six and a half. They lost 75-69. So number five going down. And then we saw Kansas squeak by number nine. Kansas squeak by Iowa State, 13 and a half point favorites. And they won 62-61. So some interesting games in the top ten yesterday for sure. Uh, On to the association. I was on the Clippers late. Uh, against Denver, and that looked like it was done early. They were down, Clippers were down 13 to half. They were down 25 in the second half. They came back and won 87 85 to cover that game, uh, which I didn't stay up to watch the end of that because I thought that was over. So that was nice news when I woke up. And then the old Detroit Pistons, fresh off their victory over the Utah Jazz, which are, yes, short Rudy Gobert, um, but still a good victory over Utah. Throw up another dog of a game. They lose by 46 to Chicago. They've lost I think they lost by 29 points and 30 points last week by 46 to the Bulls. Feeling pretty much a G League team most of the nights it seems in Detroit these days. And then Memphis continues to roll with a 116-108 victory over Golden State. Uh, I was on that game too actually so I was quite happy with that victory. Uh, they look fun. They're fun to watch and they look uh, they look good. So uh, overall last night I was 9-7-1 and one, one push. I was on the Raptors um, plus four against Phoenix, and that exa- it landed right on four. So five and three in the NCAA, three, two, and one in the NBA, one and two in the NHL. Uh, so I was nine, seven, and one for plus 1.2 units. Overall, since the start of the show, 16, 10, and one, up 6.05 units. Uh, so excited about that, but realistic about that too as well. Uh, that's probably going to come back down, and there's going to be a day where it comes uh, potentially crashing down. Let's hope it's not tonight. But nonetheless, uh, let's get to the boards uh, for today, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, January the 12th. In college, number of games I like in college, but I'm just going to highlight a few. Uh, UCF is at home to Memphis. I think Memphis is overrated. Penny Hardaway is a great recruiter, big name. 
but the talent that guy has and what they're producing on the court, there's something missing. I don't know if it's maybe the players aren't as talented. Maybe he's not as good a coach. Maybe they haven't gelled yet, but come on, we're midway through January and they're just not looking uh, like the team everybody thought. So UCF is at home, uh, one point, one and a half uh, points underdog. So I'm happy to take the home team uh, with the points. Duquesne is at Fordham. Duquesne comes in minus two and a half. Uh, pardon me. Yeah, I'm going to be, sorry, Duquesne is plus two and a half. I'm going to be on Fordham. Uh, I just think Duquesne, I was on them right at the start of the season. Uh, they had a bunch of changes. Their team brought a bunch of transfers in and thought it would be a good mix. They just haven't, uh, they just haven't connected. Uh, you know, their two-point uh, field goal percentage is 46.5, in the nation, not hitting uh, their their shots inside the arc at all and Fordham's defense has been pretty solid number 93 in defensive justice efficiency at Ken Palm so you know not elite but certainly top third uh top 30 percent so I think at home solid defense against Duquesne's poor shooting and uh, I like Fordham in that game going to uh LSU at Florida right now in Ken Palm uh LSU is ranked number 10 Florida number 36 I think this is the game of the night I think this is going to be a good game LSU is plus three at Florida. I'm actually on LSU, and I'm on the under 138 and a half. Um, so, like LSU, plus three, under 138 and a half. When you look at LSU, uh, they came in rolling a couple weeks ago. Uh, then they lost to, who they lose to? Auburn, um, 70-55, I think. Other than that, they trucked right along. as probably the best defensive team in the nation. They're number one in defensive efficiency. Uh, effective field goal percentage defense, number two. Defense on three-point shots, number nine. They're only allowing 26.6% of three-pointers to, to hit. Uh, two-point field goals, they're number two in defense, and they're number one in steals uh, on defense in the country. Uh, what's interesting in this game, Florida. So uh, um, LSU is number nine defending the three-ball. Florida comes in only hitting 31.2 of their threes. They're number 266 in the nation. So something like that also leads me to the under. Florida's not going to be able to run the score up, I don't think, by hitting deep shots. Uh, LSU's defense is great. This is going to be a good game. Uh, Florida at home could very easily win. Uh, I just think taking the points with LSU, happy to get three, and I think it'll stay under the 138.5. On to probably second biggest game of the night, I think. Duke is minus six at Wake Forest. A lot of people are saying... Uh, Wake Forest can win this game. I don't think they can, and that's why I'm not on the on the side here. Uh, Duke got a wake up call, losing as huge favorites last Saturday to Miami, and I think home or on the road, Duke is Duke. Uh, they're going to be able to bounce back. Shashevsky will have them ready to go at six points. Don't really want to lay six points, but I do like the total 150 and a half. I'm actually over the 150 and a half. Um, Duke is has been playing well. I still think they're a uh, one seed come tournament time, one of the one of the four one seeds come tournament time. They are averaging just over 83 points a game. Wake's averaging exactly 80 points a game. Uh, Wake is number four in two-point field goals. They're hitting 58.8%. It's number four in the country. That's an impressive number. Um, so I like buckets to be scored, like a lot of points to be scored against two good teams. Duke looking to rebound. Wake is going to be jacked, obviously, with the Blue Devils coming to town. Uh, so it should be a good game. I would, If I had to lean to a side, I would lean to Duke, but I'm really not willing to lay six points, so I'm on the total 150.5. Uh, the next game is Illinois State at Drake. 
And Illinois State comes in plus 13, and that's what I'm on. Drake has been... Drake was the media darling last year. Drake covered a ton of games going into the tournament. They were... I'm going to think Cleveland State were those two schools that were making everybody money, kind of a little uh, off-the-headline kind of teams, but making a lot of money. And this year, they've given it all back. They are 3-10 straight up against the spread. Illinois State comes in at 8-4 against the spread. Overall, Illinois State's 8-7. Drake's 11-5. Drake's the better team. I don't doubt that Drake will win. I don't think Drake's lost. Drake hasn't lost at home this year. So I think that continues. Uh, I think Drake wins. I mean, Drake could easily win by double digits. I just think laying 13 is a little too much. I think Drake is, people remembering last year a little too much, giving a, as much as they flew under the radar of a lot of people, a lot of betters who were on them or following college basketball knew Drake as a cover machine, and they're just not that this year. So taking Illinois State plus 13. Now, uh, the last game on the college basketball board is my free play of the day. So if you go to Ethos Wagering, on Twitter, we will uh, post this out. If you go to um, sportsethos.com, our website, website, you'll see our free play there. But it is uh, a late night game out west in the Mountain West Conference. Boise State comes in to Nevada as one point underdog. So Boise State's plus one at Nevada, totals 146. I'm on the free play of the day, the total under 146. Um, Boise State plays slow, they're number 245 in the nation pace. Nevada plays fast, number 21 uh, in the nation. However, Boise defends quite well. Their effective field goal percentage on defense is number 14. They're only giving up 44.1%. Um, the defensive rebounding is number 24 in the country. Nevada's offensive rebounding is 261. So I'm thinking shots that go up by Nevada, if they don't sink, second chance points are not gonna happen as frequently as they'd like to fit. Uh, Boise should be able to get those. And then the flip side of that, the one red herring for Boise State is uh, their free throw percentage. So if this is a close game late, which the spread indicates it will be, it's not going to be looking good for Boise State. Um, They shoot 60.7% from the line. That's 354th in the nation. That's almost the worst team in the country. Field goal percentage, 60.7%. So if it's a close game, you got to like Nevada. I think it'll be a close game. But I do like uh, the under 140 stick. 146. Boise, you got a good defense and an average offense. With Nevada, you got an average offense and a less than solid defense. So uh, a couple teams that I don't think will score huge, huge points. Boise comes in averaging 69.1 point per game, points per game. Nevada, 77.7. Against weaker competition, this should be a good game. Um, but I just think it's going to be close. And I don't think there'll be a lot of scoring. So I'm on the under 146. On to the association. There's a few games. There's uh, two, four, six, eight, nine games in the NBA tonight. I'm really only on a couple. Um, Boston travels to Indiana. Now, these two teams met on Monday in Boston. I was on Indiana. It didn't look good early, uh, but they roared back. Got the game to overtime. Boston ended up winning 101-98. I think they were six-point favorites, so they didn't cover. Flip that. Flip the narrative. We're going to Indiana. My model has Indiana as a slight favorite. Market has uh, Boston minus two and a half, total of 210. Not touching the total, but I am on Indy once again uh, at minus two and a half. At home, they get a good chance to win. If not, they should be able to keep it uh, close. Marcus Smart is out for Boston. Other than that, not a lot of real injuries to affect the game. But I do like the Pacers at home uh, to cover two and a half point spread. Charlotte is in Philadelphia. 
is the next game that I'm on. Philly's a five-point favorite, 224.5 is the spread, or is the, is the total. Uh, I think this Philly always plays better at home. Uh, but I think Charlotte uh, should be able to cover this game. They, well, should be. Hopefully able to cover this game. They played twice this year. Phillies won them both. They won 127, 124 in overtime, and then 110, 106 in regulation. Both games, I believe, were at Charlotte. So obviously, uh, the, you know, Philly, Philly gets a bit of an edge being at home. But they're still not back to full health. Maxi's supposed to be back. But again, if he's not, they're going with Corkman's probably in there to get some minutes. Uh, regardless... I like Charlotte. I think lane five is a few too many. Uh, if I had to pick the winner, I'd pick Philly, but I think lane five is a few too many. And then after that, I'm not really on anything. Uh, Washington is minus six at home against Orlando. Orlando, total 213. Um, don't have a side there. Washington is on the back-to-back, two home games with back-to-back nights. Um, Dallas travels to the Knicks. Dallas is two and a half point favorites, 204 and a half total. Miami, uh, Miami's a three-point dog, a total of 223.5 at Atlanta. That's obviously hard, hard to cap the the heat these days with Jimmy Butler still out. Bam, I think, is still out uh, or questionable tonight. Uh, hard, hard to pick that game. Houston is seven-point dog at San Antonio, total of 233. Uh, the Spurs, I think, are getting healthy, getting their guys back potentially tonight, which is a short stay on the COVID protocol list. But I think that's indicative of that line. And we got Cleveland traveling to Utah. Utah's five and a half point favorite, 220 total, 222 total. Um, Brooklyn is at Chicago. Now Chicago's on the back-to-back of two home games. Chicago's favored by two points, total 235. This is this should be a great game, but my model has it Chicago two to two and a half point favorite. So lines at two. I'm not really gonna touch that one. Um, the Lakers. Final game of the night, Lakers are in Sacramento. Yes, I've been on Sacramento lately, but this spread's a little tight. My model's got the Lakers favored by about a point. They're at four-point favorites, so they're minus four. Total 230.5, sorry. Uh, I'm not going to be on. If I had to pick a side, I'd pick Sacramento, uh, laying four points at home. But I'm going to stay away from that one tonight. It's only on the two games in the NBA. Then the NHL uh, on the ice, there's only three games. And to me, neither of them are playable straight up. Um, they just all three games are fairly one-sided affairs. Uh, with but what I am gonna do just to have a little fun on there uh, is do a little parlay in the NHL. So right now we've got Montreal at Boston. Boston is minus three eighty. We've got the Seattle Kraken at Dallas. Dallas is minus two twenty, and we've got the Toronto Maple Leafs on the road in Arizona. The Leafs are minus three fifteen. I can't play any of those games. I'm not gonna lay. Gonna lay a minus 400 in any game. 